Hey, hey, it's uh, it's March. It's mid-March on Bittersweet Farm, which means um, the snow is melting. <laughs> the snow, when it snows, it doesn't stick, and the air is warmer and filled with bird song. And um, you have anything hard going on in your life? You just, I think we, maybe we all do. You got hard stuff going on in your life. Maybe you're the only one that really understands how hard your life is. Reminds me a little bit of one of my favorite movies. It's a movie about a guy going through a series of hard times. One thing after another just seems to crush the life out of his dreams and, and the way the movie begins, he's, he's praying to God, just kind of a desperate prayer. And then there's a conversation among the, the angels in heaven. And, and the conversation goes kind of like this. There's somebody on earth with a real serious problem. And then the, and then the, the question is, you know, what's the problem? Is he, is he dying? You know, does he have cancer? Is he, is he, um, is he sick? Is he, and it's like, no, it's worse. It's like the worst thing that can ever happen to a person. He's discouraged. I was thinking about that today. I don't know what you're going through, what you've been through, what you're going to be going through, but I do know this, the worst thing that can happen to a person is for them to lose their heart, to lose their courage, to be discouraged. Whatever it is you're going through, trust the Lord and don't be discouraged. Don't stop. I'm thinking about the Apostle Paul, one of the greatest evangelist missionaries ever on the face of the earth. And his stories are recorded in a beautiful travel narrative uh, kind of a two-volume, uh, the Luke Acts, and in the Book of Acts in particular, you have this travel narrative, uh, a, a significant portion of which follows Paul, this traveling itinerant missionary, church planter, preacher guy. Sometimes when he gets to a town, he's received well. Many times he's not received well. He's not really welcomed. He's actually even physically attacked. In some cases stoned. He was stoned in one place. And his stoning, the intent of stoning wasn't to injure a person, it was to execute a person. But he, he survived the stoning. And what's amazing to me is what happens next is he gets up and he just goes to the next town and he starts all over there. That's the kind of guy I want to be. I went through a time in my life of a, of a great sorrow, a great slander, a great rejection, uh, and it happened, it came on me suddenly, it was very painful, uh, came to the end of a ministry uh, that I had been, where I'd been serving for 10 years. And the next day at the end of that ministry, as I saw that ministry coming to an end, the next day I went and washed my red Jeep, checked the oil, got in that red Jeep, packed a lunch, got in that red Jeep, and I drove down into the mountains of Kentucky to preach in the next city where God had sent me. And, I, and I, I did not allow myself to become overcome with discouragement. Now, whatever it is you're going through, can, can I just encourage you, be like the Apostle Paul. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let discouragement overcome you. Read missionary biographies like the biographies of a woman like 
Amy Carmichael, single woman. You talk about single mom. She's a single woman whose mother, uh, they call her Amma, to hundreds of little children. Single mother, don't be discouraged. No matter how hard things get, the worst thing you can do, do what you need to do to encourage yourself in the Lord. Anyway, that's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on. I have a friend. I guess I should say I had a friend. His name was Gary Smalley, an acquaintance. We spoke at the same conferences a few times, and I had an opportunity to talk with him personally. I've read his books and was influenced, especially by his book, The Key to Your Child's Heart. He and I were at a, at a conference, but, but I was privileged to speak where he was speaking. And um, he was speaking, and he told an interesting story. He said that he was out turkey hunting, and he had a heart attack. And he said he just sat down by a log and he knew that he was going to go be with the Lord. And he set his gun aside. He said, I just looked up into the treetops and I said, well, Lord, I'll see you in a minute. See you in a minute, Lord. But he survived and uh, he lived for a few more years. He did have a heart attack and go to be with the Lord. But I always remembered the smile on his face and the way that he just said, well, See you in a minute, Lord. And I wonder, you know, if you knew you were going to die, would you be confident that you would see the Lord in a minute? Or are you unsure about that? That's one of the most important questions. How could there be a more important question to have answered? The other questions should be set aside until you have the answer to that question. When you die, will you see the Lord in a minute in heaven? Or will it be once to die, after that, the judgment separated from God forever? Um, that's something I'd love to talk with you about. And if you know the answer to that, that's something you should be talking to other people about. Anyway, that's just a story from out on Bittersweet Farm today, where every day is a beautiful day, even when it's a cold rain like today. And the little light in the kitchen is almost always on, except when the light bulb burns out.